In June of 2004, 16-year-old Sarah Reed disappeared from the small town of Burgess Springs, Massachusetts. She has never been found. Then, last week, she left a voicemail for her brother. Hello? It's Sarah. I think I'm lost. Can you come pick me up, please? I'm scared. Everyone thought that Sarah's disappearance was a cold case, including me. That voicemail changed everything. My name is Jonathan Caswell, and this is a show about my hometown, Burgess Springs. It's also a show about my family. 17 years ago, my half-sister, Sarah Reed, disappeared. It divided the town along some very ugly lines, and it destroyed my father. Along the way, I'll try to tell you the story of that old crime, if it even was a crime, and I'll share the revelations and mistakes we hapless investigators made along the way. But this is more than a show, it's a call for help. A few weeks ago, my best friend, Corinth Davies, took it upon herself to investigate what happened to Sarah, and then she went missing, just like Sarah did. I've followed every lead, but I'm coming up empty. The cops in this town won't do shit about it. So it's time to crowdsource. I'm going to share all the evidence I can in the hopes that someone out there will have something to add. Luckily, Corinth, well, she's a damn good journalist. She started putting together a podcast of her own, and she recorded everything. None of it was edited yet, so I've taken the liberty. We've only got scraps to work from, but I hope you'll help me, whoever you are. Last time, you heard an episode of my local radio show, The Twilight Hour, on WBSP, Burgess Springs Radio. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and catch up. I'll give you a minute. Ready? Good. Let's get started with a recording that Corinth made shortly after that fateful radio show. The voicemail brings up a lot of questions. Is this really Sarah? Did she survive her mysterious disappearance? If so, where is she now? If this isn't Sarah, then who's behind this cruel joke? And we still have the biggest question of all. What really happened to Sarah on that June afternoon 17 years ago? Join me, your host, Corinne Davies, as I investigate. You're listening to... Shit, what am I going to call this thing? You're listening to Burgess Springs. All right, back to Corinth. You've heard them all. Serial, My Favorite Murder, Up and Vanished, The Black Tapes. The list goes on. True crime is trendy. Maybe too trendy. As a broadcast journalism student at Burgess Springs Community College, I've tried to steer clear of what's popular. After all, everyone wants to make something original. Unique. Right? True crime? It was never my jam. Then things got personal. The voicemail was left on an old phone of Jonathan's, which he was lending me. Sarah, or whoever was trying to prank Jonathan, got me instead of him. But that was last week. Let's start at the beginning. According to police reports and newspaper articles, 17 years ago, in June 2004, Sarah Reed, age 16, and Jonathan Caswell, age 20, and Sarah's half-brother, went drinking in the foothills outside of Burgess Springs with Paul Williams, Jonathan's best friend. More about Paul later. After they had all gotten a little tipsy, someone, neither Paul nor Jonathan were ever really clear who, dared Sarah to go into the mine. She went in, but never came out. At the end of one of the tunnels, the police found her blood splattered across one of the walls and floor. Ugh. Gruesome. 
And the photos are gruesome, friends. But no Sarah. Later, Paul told authorities that he saw someone in the woods with them, and, by his description, police determined it was likely Brad Caswell, Jonathan's father. Even so, after an extended investigation, the Burgess Springs Police Department closed the case. Jonathan's father denied being there, and Paul's testimony was sketchy at best. But that didn't stop the town from ostracizing the Caswells for the better part of a decade. Brad Caswell drank himself to death eight years ago. There's been no sign of Sarah, not even a clue since then, until yesterday. In her voicemail, Sarah said that she was calling from the Cumberland Farms off Route 9, so I went there. I went to all the gas stations in Burgess Springs, but I couldn't find anything. And then this happened. Okay, say, say again what you just told me. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Um, hi, I'm George, and I'm the night attendant at Cumberland Farms, the one just off Route 9. Okay, good. And uh, when I went to your Cumberland Farms yesterday, looking for someone, nobody knew anything. Yeah, well, I got off it too. So the gal after me wouldn't have known what you were talking about. Right, right. I get that. Now, you said someone came in and used the phone that night? Yeah. A girl. I'd say she was 15 or 16, blonde hair, looked kind of dirty, like she'd been on the street for a while. Did she say anything? Just asked to use the phone. And this phone call, did you happen to, you know, overhear any of it? I'm not an eavesdropper. Right, right. I I didn't mean to imply. And if I did happen to overhear anything, I mean, it's a small convenience store. It wouldn't be my fault if I did happen to hear something. No, no. What do you remember? Well, not much. She had a plain-sounding name, like Rachel or Monica or... Sarah? Oh, yeah. That was it. Probably. And then she said something about being lost. I don't remember the rest. And then she thanked me for using the phone, and she left. That's great, George. Does Cumberland Farms happen to have any security cameras? Yeah. They work like a charm, too. Well, you want to see them? Yeah, yeah, I do. So I drove back to the Cumberland Farms gas station, where I met George in person. He was a mild-mannered man, probably late 40s, and he showed me to the manager's office, basically a converted broom closet, where he played the tapes for me. I talked him into quietly making a copy I could take home with me. He had to burn it to a DVD. It took forever just to find a DVD player. The security cameras are old, from at least the 90s and in black and white, so it's hard to make anything out. At 1.05 a.m., a woman with longish hair wanders into the convenience store looking lost. She says something to George, he hands her the phone, and she makes a call. After maybe 30 seconds, she hangs up, looks around for a moment, and then leaves. Was this girl Jonathan's sister? I had to show him the recording. I don't know. It could be her. You can't be more certain? Do you see the image quality here? It must be like 240p. Maybe worse. This is Jonathan Caswell, Sarah's half-brother and my close personal friend. We met about three years ago when I was on tour with my old band, and he ran sound for us at this dive bar on the outskirts of Burgess Springs. Not long after, the band split, and Jonathan persuaded me to stay put for a while, and, well, the rent was cheap in Burgess Springs, they had a community college, so I could go back to school like I'd planned. But that's a story for another time. This? This is about Sarah. Just watch it again. Okay? You might see something I didn't. 
No, sorry. I don't see anything. Wait. What is it she's wearing? What? Now you see something? Just rewind it, will ya? Is that a letter jacket? Yeah, I think so. Looks like there's a... What is that? A wrestler? Embroidered on the jacket? I can't make it out. It doesn't matter. Sarah never played any sports. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. She certainly never wrestled. <sighs> but the jacket. I assume it's from Bridges Springs High School. I... It's been 18 years since I was in high school. I don't remember what they looked like. Could be worth a shot, though. Fine. But she hated that place. So we went to Burgess High. It was tenuous, at best. But it was a lead. Jeez, those are loud. What are? The insects. What are those? Cicadas. Fuck. I haven't been here in almost 20 years. Is it like you remember? Yeah. Eerily so. So? Where to? I mean, I'm not sure what we're expecting to find. But? But the wrestling mats were this way, I think. Well, here they are. Just some dirty old- Is that? She looks just like- Hello? Who's there? Sarah. Oh my god. It was Sarah Reed. We'd found her. After 17 years, Sarah was no longer a missing person. But there was something wrong. She had been sleeping in the school gymnasium for at least two days, but underneath the oversized letter jacket, I could tell that this, this girl, couldn't be Sarah Reed because she was still only a teenager.